3: Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of
2: God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Guess what? I'm back. I want to give you an overview of what the theme of the show is going to be so you can know, and then I'm going to jump right in. With our first guest, uh, I'm going to be bringing on small businesses really to the forefront today so that they can share their, uh, you know, their Christian insights and their unique business strategies. And I tell you what, if you've looked around, Christian small businesses today need all the help they can get. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, part of the intent of this show is to inspire you to say, hey, you know, I can do that, and to uh, find an audience of other people who will surround you and help you succeed. So I'm going to bring our, our first guest on and actually include him in some of the preparatory stuff that I do before I bring guests on. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about small businesses and what they mean to you and uh, give these small business uh, individuals an opportunity to share their wares. Ryan Thieleman, are you there, Ryan?
1: I am. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate
2: it. It's, it's, a, it's a pleasure. And uh, I'm, I need to include, include you in some of my little advanced business here, if you don't mind, because uh, it was probably a month or two ago that you and I had a conversation and you said, you know, I want to let people know about my small business and I want to mm-hmm. give them an opportunity to find out more about it and move forward with me in my small business venture. And I said, Ryan, that's a great idea. And what often happens on this show, Ryan, is I, when somebody comes to me with an idea like that, I go, you know, we're going to make an entire program around this. And as it turns out, I got sick in the middle of this, and I uh, went into Kaiser Permanente Hospital with a kind of a life-threatening sickness. And uh, in the interim time, a lot of people had responded back that they wanted to be on the show. And when I was coming out of the hospital, I recalled four of you that I knew were going to be on the show, and uh, the rest of them uh, I'm going to have to put them on another show because the topic is so vital. So that's what we're going to do today, Ryan. We're going to spend some time talking about you and your vision in a couple segments. And then we're going to go to uh, three other people whom I knew were going to be on the show. And then the other half a dozen or so, or a dozen or so, we're going to spend in another show that's going to be upcoming in uh, a, a month or two. So, Ryan, you're a guy yeah. who has a, a small business. Uh, and help me as I pronounce the name, Blockshin.
1: Yes, blockchains. It's actually uh, short for blockchain auctions.
2: Oh, okay, that's good to know. Blockchain auction. And uh, one of the parts of the two-part, you're going to be with me for two segments, uh, Ryan. Mm -hmm. One one of the parts is for you to kind of incorporate how God played a role in uh, your life and is playing a role, and how his intervention with you within business is something that you look forward to. And then In the following segment, we're going to dig really deeply into blockchain and uh, the who, why, what, where, when, and how of that. Is that fair, Ryan?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay, tell us a little bit about you, the Lord, and your company idea. And my listening friend, in the interim time here, I want you to be thinking, hey, I can come up with a new business strategy, or I have one, and I want this to be an inspiration to you to take that next step, because, because God needs people in the forefront doing godly things so he can show his blessing through people in contrary times. So, Ryan, lay it on us.
1: Yeah, so, um, gosh, it's such a broad question and uh, <laughs> not easy to answer. But uh, first off, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show. It's it a is pleasure, such a privilege and an honor. And secondly, I am so glad that you are okay. Man. Um, so prayers are definitely with you uh, as far as the speedy recovery goes and I'm just glad that you're doing well. Um, thank you. So I became a Christian in 2008, and I had an actually uh, a pretty dramatic conversion to Christ. I was actually sitting on my couch uh, smoking pot at the time and um, had, I guess, what most people would call an epiphany. Um, I saw my roommate, and I saw a lot of the vices that kind of captured her. And how she didn't really have control over the things that she was doing. She she wasn't obviously walking in in liberty. And I just knew, you know, sitting on, on that couch smoking pot that I didn't want that to be me. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, as a result, one of my one of my screen names, and <laughs> if anyone researches me, they'll find out that my name is Liberated Son because I, I Ooh, really I strive to walk in that, and so- I want that
2: should be my identity so ryan Um, let's uh, go fast forward here about the inspiration behind this company and did the lord lord have anything to do with this and uh, how how, in what ways was he an inspiration because i want to really get into some time yeah we've got about four minutes left in this segment so i wanted to get into some time talking about Um, the actual uh, your vision
1: yeah so so the vision, I mean, really, first off, I just have to say that I am the the creative type. God God designed me that way. He built me that way. And the industry that I'm endeavoring into offers that um outlet. So the creatives, the the artists, the musicians, they can step into this space now and potentially uh, create something that that they may not have had the opportunity to create before. The industry i'm speaking of specifically is the blockchain industry yes. or, or NFTs, uh which are uh non-fungible tokens um and i know that there's not a lot of knowledge in this space with with the general public um but this is something that i think god is is opening uh the eyes of people to and uh, allowing them to um, do something that they, they weren't able to do before so uh, like you mentioned before the the company name that, that I'm creating is called blockchains and we are essentially creating a new platform to be able to release or, or um, sell NFTs that make it more fun uh, and enjoyable instead of just buying a picture from somebody's collection. Um, now we're creating a method to be able to do that that, that makes it more interesting, um, more specifically with prizes on the back end. So I, I know it's very vague. It, it's a very big industry, and it's a lot to get into um, when you don't have a lot of time. Uh, but that's the overarching uh, picture.
2: And so how heavily are you depending on God's intervention in this in this small business venture? And I'm asking this with ulterior motives. The ulterior motive is to have other people that are listening say, yeah. hey, I can do a small business myself. And one of the things that we're doing right now to excavate that and showcase that uh Ryan, is that we're, we're showcasing that it's important for other people who, uh, are alongside mm-hmm. of you to jump in yeah. and help out in the success. I mean, there's a lot of things that other people can do that are around you that can yeah. uh, inspire you and, uh, help your business be successful. And my listening friend, there are people around you that can help you and your small business endeavor yeah. as well. We've got about yeah. two minutes left in this segment, yeah. uh, Ryan Heleman. <laughs> and, um, Yes. We'll talk about it, so, the specifics more in the next segment. So, uh, give give it to us what you, what you have now. You've got about uh, two or so minutes yeah. left.
1: So, uh, yes, God is definitely in this. Um, you know, he has been with me along this this entire journey. Um, I saw an opportunity, and I think I, I've always been the type of person to have an entrepreneurial mindset, but uh, kind of lacked the opportunity. And when I found out about NFTs and and what it could offer. It was, it was like an aha moment. It was something that didn't require a lot of capital or overhead to start. Um, and so I kind of stepped into this space where I started creating artwork, digital artwork. And then, um, you know, so you create an entire collection and then, and then you go to sell it. And the overhead is just so minimal because you're it's, – it's a time investment is what it is because you have to create the artwork itself. But then you can sell it on uh, what's called the blockchain so anyone can do it. It's it's really it's just a matter of stepping into um, the willingness to to just research the industry, and it it can seem very like a daunting task to to research something that you know nothing about. Yes. Um, but once you start to research it, it becomes more and more appealing to you know the hearers. Um, so let me let me see if I understand what you're yeah.
2: saying here. Mm-hmm. Your company is tied to uh, art work, uh, basically artwork sales. People would do artwork and then they would make it available to other people through your exactly. website. And so, th- I mean, yeah, you know, sure. there's a lot of resources out there that do similar things. And I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. in the next segment exactly yeah. how yours is different from that. But yep. I'll tell you yep. what, uh, it seems to me like there's a lot of, entrepreneurial people that are, you know, skilled in art and, and artisans um, yeah. that they can do some things and doing them in an environment like this is a little different than doing them in other environments in the past. We're going to talk exactly. a little bit and more it's, about it's that. It's not just
1: limited to artists. It's actually musicians as well. So.
2: Oh, Oh, we're going to have fun talking about those things. My listening friend, I hope you're becoming inspired here and maybe the little nuance of a thought you had about starting a business is being triggered by this. And we want to just encourage you throughout this show is you can do it. And there are going to be people that come to your left and to your right that are going to help you do this as well. We're going to continue talking in the next segment with Ryan Thieleman, and we're going to talk a little bit, a bit about blockchains and uh, some amazing ways that people can do artwork and music in a remarkable Way that has never been considered in this light before. When Ryan and Kaz come right back, this
3: is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPRIS. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPRIS with Kaz Taylor.
2: And welcome back, my friends. This is a unique and going to be very popular show format. It's basically identifying small businesses who have that small business idea and would like to have other people know a little bit about it and give them more information so people can move forward with them in their idea. Uh, This first two uh, segments are dealing with a man named Ryan Thieleman and his company called Bloctions. And I, I have to... Ryan, I'm I'm glad that you're back on the line with me. But I have to give you a lot of credit because it was in, initially your idea that saying I want to get my strategy out there. And I said, you know, more than your strategy, other people's strategies need to be presented as well. So yeah, I thank absolutely. you. I thank you for that. So, and also my listening friend, throughout this uh, broadcast till the uh, five to seven p.m. Uh, Pacific time, we're going to be bringing on several other people. But this was so popular, we're going to do another show uh, on the back end of this uh, in a month or two uh, and bring on the people that I was supposed to bring on in this show as well. But uh, I lost track of them when I went into the hospital. And so here we are with the ones I knew that were among those to come on the air. So so this is all your fault, I would say, Ryan. So. <laughs> Tell us a little bit, you that know, it, it, it's an encouraging, and it, it, uh, you know, the whole idea about sharing artwork and even music. How makes this different from any other venue where people can share artwork and music? What makes this different?
1: So, um, traditionally speaking, uh, artists have sold their artwork in galleries, um, you know, and collectors will, will buy these pieces of artwork for obviously a lot of money. Um, but now there's this push to make everything digital. Uh, and so goes the artwork world as well. So you have a lot of now new artists who see the potential of it and want to create their own NFTs uh, and sell them. And define them on the N- NFT. What does that mean? So an NFT is, like I said, it's a digital piece of artwork, uh, but it stands for non-fungible token. Uh, that word fungible means that it cannot be replaced. It is a a one-of-a-kind Think, you know, Mickey Mantle, rookie baseball card. That would be non-fungible. So the reason they are non-fungible, the reason they're one-of-a-kind is because they're uh, what is called minted on the blockchain. Um, They have their own unique um, code, let's say, and they can't be uh, altered, manipulated, um, copied, you can take a snapshot of it, but you wouldn't own that piece of artwork. It would be like going to an art gallery and taking a picture of a Picasso and saying, "No, I've got it right here on my phone." Yeah, exactly. It's, it's no different than that right there. So um, you actually have to buy the NFT, um, and it does uh, kind of abide within the cryptocurrency realm. Um, so it is in that in that world I see. there.
2: You know, I'm in the video production business, and we have uh, companies that we uh, subscribe to that create uh, video work that we can buy uh, mm-hmm. for our services. and I'm just trying to get a, a you know a difference between that and this we would We would go in and we would buy um, an, an art rendering, or we would buy mm-hmm. uh, a, a a video, a motion video, and that becomes yeah. our property for our purposes. And so right. but, so this is a little, di- little different how.
1: It is a little bit different. So I think what you're talking about would be like intel, uh, or sorry, um, intellectual property rights yes. to something that, that was created. And this is very similar to that. Um, but but when you create an NFT, when you mint it on the blockchain, um, I'll just give you an example. IBM is, is putting their patents on the blockchain. Uh, but what that does is, is it essentially – Gives it a, a date of creation, uh, and it's open source so anybody can see it. So when I create a piece of artwork and I put it on the blockchain, it is forever in the world wide web as something that was created by me on a certain date at a certain time. And if anyone tries to forge it, you know, thereafter, they can always trace it back to that original mint date when it was created and you can always track down the original creator of it. So it's, it's a kind of a way of kind of copywriting it.
2: Wow. I want to be excited about the other portion of this too. And that is the music component. Tell us a little bit more about the music component. There are so many musicians out there that have wonderful, wonderful work. And I guess one of the things they scratch their head on is how do I get it out there? And uh, also how can it keep from being plagiarized? Tell us a little bit about your, your point of view. (laughs)
1: <laughs> my, my point of view may not mean much. I, I'm not really in the music industry. so. But I will tell you that one of the appeals of, of this industry, of, of creating NFTs, uh, is that you essentially cut out the middleman. So I can create an NFT, whether it's a piece of art or a song, and I can list it for sale so that somebody could buy it for me. Now, I get the proceeds from that initial sale, but... If somebody buys it as a collectible and then they sell it to somebody else, the original creator uh, can determine a, a set percentage of royalties. So, if it sells from one person to the next, I can anyone, any artist can set a, a, sale, a, a, a royalty price from one to ten percent, um, which is. Really, the appeal for for some of these um, really big NFT collections. I mean, some of these collections have 10,000 pieces in them, um, and they're trading nonstop. I mean, you've probably heard or maybe you've seen it in the headline. Um, Board 8 Yacht Club is is a very popular NFT collection. They're like the granddaddy of, of all NFT collections. Um, and another one is CryptoPunks, and they're constantly trading as as digital assets um, on these. Yeah, third-party exchanges.
2: Okay, so I'm a so musician. Music no different. Yeah, Ryan, I'm a musician, and mm-hmm. I have music that I want to make yep. available to people. Uh, yep. I want to still own the rights, and I still want to receive revenue from that. Mm-hmm. Blockchain, basically, is going to help them do that.
1: Yeah, so we want to partner with other artists as well. Um, music will probably come down the road, but we want to partner with artists of all kinds. And uh, release their artwork on our on our platform. Um, we are starting with a very simple concept, a uh, very basic concept, um, kind of to get the ball rolling. But the the vision is so much bigger than, than yes, what we're starting Yes, I can
2: see at. the vision.
1: So th- there are currently a lot of platforms. Um, <clears throat> one of them is called uh, OpenSea. They are the biggest platform out there to sell, to list and sell NFTs. Uh, and they're constantly being traded on that platform okay. Um, amongst many others.
2: Let me ask you a question now. Here's the big yeah. question. How can people find mm-hmm. out more about blockchain and how can people find out how, about becoming involved? Is, is, is there a website or a way that yes. they can do that?
1: A- absolutely, yeah. So um, just to uh, clarify, our the spelling of blockchains is B-L-O-C-K-T-I-O-N-S. Uh, and we do have a website. It's blockchains.com. Dot com, and on our website it does give a very somewhat detailed uh, explanation of what we are endeavoring to do, at least in the short term. Yes, give the uh,
2: website one our, more time. I'm sorry. Would you, Ryan?
1: So that is blockchain b l o c k t i uh, o n s dot com. Yes, okay. and we do have uh, a link to uh, reach out to us via email. Uh, we also have a Discord community that we are trying to build. Um, uh, So we've got a Twitter link on there. We do have all of our contact information.
2: Okay, very good. And Mm -hmm. we we only have about two minutes left here, so Mm -hmm. I'd like to tie this together. Anything else that you would like to have the listener know to make them desire to find out more about the who, why, what, where, when and how of blockchain?
1: Yeah, I, I think you asked me earlier, you said you wanted to find out, uh, what makes us different? Um, and I think that's one of the things I just wanted to share with the listeners is that traditional NFT collections, they have about 10,000 pieces in their collection. Um, first off, the first thing that sets us apart is that we only have about 60 NFTs in our entire collection. So it makes it somewhat exclusive. Um, but the fashion in which we are releasing the NFTs is, is the unique part. So we created a deck of cards. Uh, And within that deck of cards will be artwork. It's something that we want to release every six months. Um, But we plan to release one card every day for two months. I see. And these cards, people will bid on. Um, The cards will obviously go to the highest bidder. um, But the goal for the collectors and the bidders is really to collect the best five-card poker hand. Uh, I get it. Um, and it. And it is important to mention that it is not betting, it is bidding. You are like bidding that. on a piece of artwork um, within uh, the outline of a card. I got um, you. But there will be prizes on the back end for people who collect the best five card poker hand um, or the best hand, period. I mean, you might have, let's say, 52 different people walk away with one card each. In that case, It would probably be the ace of spades.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Hey, we're running out of time here, but one more time, I want you to give a website, and then I want to give a little tease, my listening friend. We're talking about uh, a small handful in this show of small businesses and and, uh, sharing their strategy and inspire you to do similarly. So one more time, give your website information, and uh, then we're going to have to go to the next segment. By the way, my listening friend, in the next segment, we're going to have a person – uh, her name is Sue McLeod, and uh, she has an outreach, which is a great small business. I've been familiar with it for some time. It's called Got Your Back San Diego, providing weekend backpacks filled with food for weekend uh, uh, weekends for underprivileged children in San Diego. It's remarkable. Anyway, one more time, the website, and then we have to take a break. And, Ryan, thank you, uh, Ryan Thieleman, for joining us and blockchains.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, and it's uh, www blockchains.com, B-L-O-C-K-T-I-O-N-S. Very good. Uh, And thank you so much for having me on the show, Kaz. I really appreciate it.
2: It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. My listening friend, we have so much more with so many more small businesses. One of them someday soon could be you. I'll be right back.
3: More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise.
2: Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. This is a compelling show because it's really targeting people like many of you who are listening right now. If you have an intent to become involved or you have begun a small business, and it's really outside of the church realm, but as a believer, you know that God wants you to move forward in His calling through you, That's what this show is all about because there are a lot of people within San Diego County and beyond who have small business ideas and they need to know that uh, there's a market for this. So, this show and uh, another one in a month or two probably June or July are going to be devoted to small businesses and uh, strategies uh, behind those small businesses. And this is a time that I want to introduce you to. Uh, a person whom I've known for a long time, she and her husband, Sue McLeod, spelled M C L E O D, and her husband Bill. <laughs> Bill's not gonna be with us today, but let me tell you the idea behind their their small business. It's called Got Your Back, San Diego, and they provide I'm gonna tell let her tell more, but they're gonna they provide uh we back packs for over the weekend for, for food for underprivileged kids that would normally not get food on the weekend. I mean, it's amazing, and their outreach is remarkable. And without further ado, Sue McLeod. Hello, Sue. <laughs>
4: Hi, Kaz. I'm I'm so happy to be here.
2: I'm so happy that you are here.
4: I'm happier that you're here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> amongst, amongst the living, I'm I'm really happy about that. Well, my listening friend, just
2: for for your information, uh, not long ago I was in the hospital. For a number of days, and the disease was called septus from urinary infection. It almost killed me. It literally almost killed me, and um, so my wife has been kind enough to uh, help me walk my way back to normalcy, and I've almost arrived.
4: <laughs> so thank you, Sue, <laughs> You've so almost much. Almost arrived, <laughs> yeah. So for sure. tell
2: us uh, one of the things that I wanted to have our people uh, involved with, like you, and that is number one, we want to inspire other people to become involved in their own small businesses. But I wanted to have you let other people know that the Lord played a big role in you, your husband Bill's life and the ministry in which you are now serving. So when we, let's intertwine this for this first segment about the Lord's involvement and his inspiration behind all this. And then we will continue in the next segment talking specifically about got your back San Diego. Is that fair? Sue McLeod?
4: Yeah, yeah, I'll try to do that in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been sick all week too with a oh, bad cold, so I'm I've been I got people praying that I'm not going to end up coughing. So Yeah, you're doing um, I great. do sound a little little bit nasally, but I I'm you know, I'm good. But um in answer to your question, okay. So got you back. Bill and I spent in about probably 20, 25 years, 30 years doing, you know, being parts of a lot of church plants with Vineyard Church. And that's how we ended up in California from Florida. And there was a, a, a time in our life um, about 13 years ago. Yeah, exactly. 13 years ago, we were kind of in this, this lull and we were saying, what do you want to do God now? You know, and um, we, we just have, we didn't have any kind of like strange, strange visions for this or anything, but God was preparing us for something. We knew it. There was things going on and we're very much community minded, always been very community minded. And in the past we had been given several words that were very strange to us because we didn't have a vision for this and we didn't have a, a drive for it, you know, to feed kids. Um, we weren't involved uh, with a homeless ministry or nothing, but our house was full of people all the time, and we were yeah, always feeding people. Yeah, and um, especially when our kids, you know, of course, when our kids were home, but even before that. Um, so um, we had been given strange words that we would have a Joseph's ministry, really? and we would look at each other and go, Really? That's like storing up food for a famine, you know? And we just kinda just you know how some words just kinda go like, Wow, well, that's strange and um but never forgot it. Never forgot it. And you know, we we want to be doing what the Lord is doing, and we understand that God is always. You know, we don't always do the same thing we've always done as far as ministry. I think that we we grow and we mature, and He prepares us all along the way until we get to that where we be, where we got to. You know, where He said, "Okay, I've been preparing you for yes. this. You don't know what it is yet."
2: <laughs> yep. Can I can I have you but, pause for just a second, Sue? I want to brag sure. on you and Bill. Uh, Sue McLeod, M C L E O D, and got your back, San Diego. I hope that you're listening to this, my my friend. Especially if you are sensing that God is giving you some vision for a small business that it may not even be on your the on your. Uh, point of view at this point has never been even in your brain, and he's saying, I know your heart, and this is one way that uh, I can use you. These guys were listening to what the Lord had to say, and they created a business that was completely, this was not premeditated by them for very long. They had the right heart for various things, and the Lord cobbled these things together, and it turned into Got Your Back San Diego. Uh, So my listening friend, this is an inspiration for you to say, God, I'm listening to you, and you may give me an idea or an approach that is so far fetched, but I'm willing if you <laughs> stir me in that direction, right, Sue? I am willing to listen yeah. and obey. So listen to this, my friend. This is an inspiration for you. Sue
4: yeah. McLeod. Yeah. Well I, I, I love in, I love inspiring people and and you know, and I know that in our position here we are in the workplace. We are in workplace ministry, and we we do inspire people. I'm always, in, you know, putting up on Facebook what we what we do, not what we do, but what other people are doing for us to make it happen to keep our doors open because we are completely uh, surrounded, you know. By I mean, completely supported within our the North County community, yes. and we're going into our thirteenth year. But um, yeah, so we just we um, know that we didn't even realize it until like about six years ago i i had that thought i'm like oh my gosh this is what we're doing and so <laughs> god is prepared there's that, that word it's it's come true because i go through on my folder on you know those kind of prophetic words and yes. and i read those a couple times a year and i'm like oh my gosh bill look at this this is what we're doing yes, yes, and yes. we've been doing it for a while but um, so Sue, so, you know,
2: so, uh, we've but, got about two minutes left in this segment. I want you to set up for the next segment exactly what the what the vision is. I, I kind of gave an overview of it, but in in one or two sentences, describe what Got Your Back San Diego does, and then we're going to spend the entire next segment uh, excavating this more so people can get an idea of your vision and perhaps use that as a uh, striking stone for their own small business that they may not even have thought of yet. So. Take a, a minute or two to give a very brief couple-sentence overview of what Got Your Back San Diego is and does.
4: Okay, so our vision is to also inspire others to come along in in our community to continue to do these things. And um, so what we do is we, we work with the elementary schools with providing food for kids who on Friday are a mess because they know they're leaving. Okay, they've had school lunches, and they're leaving Friday, and they know that they know that they know there's nothing for them to eat. Uh It sounds bizarre, like it couldn't possibly be true, but we just picked up 10 kids at Carlsbad High School. High school kids that are in that same position. But Fridays are the worst day of the school uh, week for these kids. So what we do is we we put about twenty pounds of food
5: every week.
4: Those yeah. Well yeah, because of COVID, we had to go to bags. But um, they all the bags. You know, a couple hundred are packed up every single Tuesday night, and then we have a crew that comes and picks them up and delivers them to the school. Oh my. And those kids, those kids get a you know twenty nutritious. pound bag of food.
2: Yeah, yeah for the for the yeah, weekend. That is weekend. remarkable, Sue.
4: Yeah, it's a lot of food. Uh, we is. provide soap. They, we provide blankets, brand new blankets for them every, you know, in in the fall. And as we add more kids throughout, you know, the season, they get a new blanket. Oh and my. so it's it's like clockwork. They know that on Friday it's there. In fact, I was talking to a teacher, and she started talking to a, a child. We're, while we're I was running out of time with, for this segment, so oh. just.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to be continued, I I want (laughs) to have Sue McLeod spend some time now getting into the logistics of how this thing works. And forgive me for cutting you off there, but I'm kind of a slave to the clock. So my listening friend, I want you to hear more about Got Your Back San Diego and the remarkable vision that it is. But keep in mind that God may have a vision similar for you when Sue McLeod and Kaz come right back.
3: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor.
2: Thank you, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a broadcast that was built for small businesses. And you, if you have a sense towards going into a small business, and you may not even have the vision yet, but God may be (laughs) downloading it to you even as we speak. I have with me uh, on this segment Sue McLeod of Got Your Back, San Diego. Sue, I'm so glad to have you with me on the radio. Do you mind if I take care of a little quick business here?
4: Absolutely. Well, my
2: my listening friend... I now have a website for th- this exact show and a way for you to communicate with me directly. I check it often and here is a website here here is a way to access me and that is pay close attention come together san diego at kprz.com. Once again, come together san diego at kprz.com. That will connect you with me and you can say, "Hey, love the show." hate the show. I have some insights on the show. I have an idea about a show. I want to hear everything that you have to say because I use the fodder from your insights to build programming around. So once again, come together, San Diego at KPRZ.com. Sue McLeod, got your back, Mm. San Diego. Want to know more about the actual business and how you and your husband, Bill, facilitate it?
4: Well, being the founders, we're the responsible parties, right? Everything kind of flows through us, and but it's the community that comes together. Um, we've we've had other organizations model after us, and and they're doing that um, several just in this area. And without relationship, it's a whole different animal. I've heard I've had really. Um, several conversations with people who are running those organizations and it's so different. So, you know, the, the beautiful part of, I think that about us got your back is that we, we are very relational with, with our schools that we deal with the liaisons, the counselors, we don't know the kids, they don't know us, but our volunteers and the churches that, you know, come together and help us, um, uh, consistently to do this and our drivers there are drivers who drop the bags off at the schools they kind of go those are my kids you know oh, so my. we're very relational and so we're very very grassroots but i'm relational i i i thrive on you know communication and and so i know that that's that's kind of the the face of got your back is, you know, we're all over the place and, and, and it's good, you know, and and I really believe that it's for such a time as this. Here we are with, with, like I was saying before, the Lord prepared us to do this a long time ago, but for now, I'm looking at, I'm like, we don't have to just think about preparing our pantry. You know, like I'm preparing our pantry right now because of the food shortages that we're expecting. And I'm thinking about those kids. I'm seriously. I'm thinking. Well, I got 200 kids to be prepared for, and what a reality! And yes. you know, it is. It was was like a real reality for me the other day. I was thinking about this, and you know, there's there's just many beautiful uh, scriptures that talk about you know caring for the poor oh, absolutely. and. Um, and there's a great reward for that in sure. which we don't get, we don't give to get, we get to give. Would you mind? And,
2: but, would you mind just giving me a little bit more of a profile of the children, uh, what they look like, what their situation is? And my listening friend, as course. you hear what happens here with with uh, Sue and Bill McLeod, M-C-L-E-O-D, E O D, I've got your back, San Diego. You're going to realize that God may be stirring you in, in into doing something a little bit out of your comfort zone, but they depend on a community of others around them to help sustain this as well. And these are people uh, who make their time available just to do these things. So would you give us just a moment or two? We've got about five minutes or so left in your final okay. segment here. So, But I want you to give a, people an opportunity to envision what these young people look like.
4: Mrs. Jennifer, this bag changes my life that's that's a profile another one is thank you got your back for the food the food makes me taller that look came on a little thank you card from a little oh boy um that's that's really the profile they these are these are kids that are grateful to to have some food they run to their school office on friday um, they're are kids that are are not only insecure in their their um, environment because it's always changing. Um, they may be you know living here one week and then somewhere else. They're, oh they're typically they don't have a, a an address where it's going to you know like it's going to be there next week. They just don't know. Um, there's, we don't know the the full on family situation that's private between the liaison at the schools and the, and the family. And so we don't care. We just want to make sure that they get food. And, and so food, you know, when you feed someone, what does that say? It's like, you care, you know? And so these kids are picking up on Somebody cares for me. Got your back, guy. That got your back, guy. He cares for me. What? And so these are kids who, they're a lot of times they don't have they don't have enough money for soap. So there's a lot of shame attached, right? When oh. you go somewhere, what if you stink? You know, you know everybody's smelling you, right? So there's there's shame, there's embarrassment and so they So get there's more soap, than food
2: in these things. So you've soap and oh yeah other
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Toothpaste and to- uh-huh. you know, not every week, but it it comes through the community. But there's a lot attached to a child that is that insecure and feeling, you know, bad about themselves really. Um and it affects them socially, it affects them. Uh, um, educa- it, financially, you know, I'm not financially, educationally, they, they suffer. They can't concentrate because they haven't eaten all weekend, oh, or they've eaten nothing but a bag of chips, something, there's sure. no nutrition in them. And that's how that little boy knew he was growing. Thank you for the food. It makes me taller. Oh, my, my. Yeah. You, you, mentioned, yeah. you
2: mentioned, Sue, that this comes through the community. Tell, tell us a little bit more about community involvement And we have a few minutes left, so I want you to – part of the reason I wanted to bring you on the air as your small business is I wanted you to stir other people for uh, volunteering and helping you, number one, Mm -hmm. but also uh, maybe getting some ideas from you as well. So uh, talk a little bit about this community and how many people you have coming along beside you to help this happen every week.
4: Well, it started with North Coast Church in Vista, and they—they have a board. They all the ministries that they, charities that they, um, you know, stand behind. People in their youth groups or not youth groups, um, growth groups which they have like 800 <laughs> they sign up for a, uh, a charity to work with. And so although those people just have been with us forever, there's different churches, a lot of the schools around here want to get involved. They want their kids to know what it's like oh to uh, to do stuff like this. So we have St. Patrick's Catholic Church. They do an amazing thing for us every year. And then the kids love it and they do a bake sale and you know raise $1,000. Uh-huh. Oh in an afternoon, but it 's word of mouth it's it 's always been word of mouth and um and in the community it, it just we just kind of you know people talk yes. now this is this what happened in november we had I had a lady call me from vista christian school in vista and she she said i'm a teacher here i want my kids to be involved in in you know what it's like to provide food for somebody they'll never know so i said wow thank you and we went over what they were going to you know do the food drive on and they were going to do it last november and she says by the way i just want to thank you sue and i'm like oh no you know thank you thank you we you know we need this and i love it when i get to talk to children go to the whole school and talk in an assembly and it's wonderful but she says no i want to thank you personally and so i go oh here it's coming right and she says 12 years ago my family hit hard times our kids would not have had food on the weekend if it hadn't been for your program i'm like wow really and she goes two years Oh you, you carried us, and and so I'm like, oh my gosh! I said that was our first school. That oh was, that was our first school. Sue, so, so we so have about one
2: did. minute left here, but I I must okay. have you give away. People can find out more about you and help yes. come alongside of you. Give yes. Give us a, a website okay. or other means that they can communicate with you. Absolutely, uh, got your back, San Diego.
4: Absolutely, thank you. Thirty dollars a month feeds a child for an entire month. And um our website is www.GotYourBackSanDiego.org. And we're in Oceanside. There's um ideas on what to do if people want to uh, donate, make a, a thirty dollar a month a promise to feed a child and sponsor that child or a one time gift. We you know, we take anything, anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Come.
2: One more time yeah. the website.
4: W San Diego.org.
2: Very good. My listening friend, I hope you're inspired by Sue McLeod and Bill McLeod. Uh, got Your Back, San Diego. It is remarkable, and God just may be stirring you to do something similar or jump right in alongside. They could use all the help they can get, and I know they just got a new warehouse and everything else, so there's some th- things that need to be done, and look in the mirror. It just might be you who helps to do it. Sue McLeod, Got Your Back, San Diego. Got your, uh, www.GotYourBackSanDiego.org. My listening friend, what an honor. And, Sue, what an honor to talk with you. In our next segment, we're going to talk with a man who has a business uh, bringing people uh, doing uh, acting and things like that. And that could be you as well, my listening friend. I will be right back.
3: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego. is just moments away.
5: I'll tell the world.
2: Come Together
3: San Diego with Kaz Taylor on Cape Rays.
2: Well, welcome back to a very compelling show, my listening friend. We're talking about small businesses and uh, a lot of small businesses around and some may not even know that they are small businesses yet. Let me share with you the theme as I introduce my next small business genius. The theme of this show basically is I'm taking time to identify small businesses uh, that should be really in the forefront to uh, share their Christian insights and unique business strategies. And I'll tell you what, small businesses around, especially Christian small businesses, need all the help that they, we can get. So we're talking about, I wasn't so aware that this was going to be such a popular segment. In fact, I've got a number of other people uh, standing by uh, for future shows, probably in uh, June or July, and a Saturday in June or July, um, to do... Uh, version 2 and 3 and whatever, however many others there are. But I'll tell you what, uh, Christians in business need all the help they can get, which brings me to this person and his business. This man is a man who has been a friend for some time. His name is Samuel Warren, and uh, he is uh, Samuel Warren and Associates International Casting Services. He's going to talk about some on-camera talent training and insights. And Samuel, are you with me?
6: I am with you, Kaz. Good <laughs> afternoon or evening, depending on where people are in the
2: uh, in the world, uh, in the universe, in the world.
6: The universe, <laughs> that's
2: right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well I, I wanted to divide this, Samuel, into two different parts. I've known you for um, more than five minutes. We've we've known one another for yes. some time, and my yes. my business company, my video production company, has used your services as well to find uh, excellent. Talent and recommendations from you. But uh, I know that there are people out there who think that they want to be involved in on camera talent and things like that. And I know that's the area we're going to talk about. But also, I want a little bit of insights about you and how the Lord might have inspired you to uh, move into godly things. Well, so let's start with that, and let's, then we're going to work into the Samuel Warren and Associates International Casting Services and on-camera talent. How's that, Samuel? Well, you you know what, Cass?
6: I've finally figured out after all these years, you know, when you are fishing, you're casting the net to get the fish, and, and Jesus called his disciples fishers of men. Yes. And in the entertainment business, which everybody watches, I am sure— that there are millions of your uh, listeners who are attuned to movies, TV shows, commercials, even training films,
2: all of those. That's right, or even podcasts now. Podcasts are big.
6: That is. That is the real hot thing right now, to have a podcast. And some are not only podcasting, but they're YouTubing at the same time, and they're becoming influencers. Well, there is a need for people to be reached, and the airwaves the airways are a way to reach people and to tell them about the love of God. But not everything is to be so direct. You know, the Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. So sometimes people will not listen to the preachers, they will not listen to the teachers, they won't listen to their parents, but they might listen to or watch a movie or an instructional video that is not so directed to them, but is giving them an idea of how one should live or how one should take advice. Oh my. And this is really important when I came into the industry, I uh, first of all, uh, I was a music major in college. And and then I got involved in my church, you know, the Lord came into my life and he saved me and and I worked with a pastor very closely with a pastor and working in a lot of different areas of the church, even cleaning the toilets. Uh, cleaning the floors, you know, getting ready for service, getting ready for class, teaching little kids. They moved up to teenagers, they moved up to adults. It got so that I was able over years to teach on the internet all of World Evangelism partners through the internet and through their outreach there. And then, of course, to minister at the actual biblical sites in all of Israel, Jordan, Turkey, Greece, Italy. I went to all of these places, but God unraveled these mysteries as he began to train me through others. It's important, Taz, that everybody understand you need to be under somebody and be instruct teachable that's what it's about and you need to have a
2: cha- yes yes and that's where Samuel and have, Warren and Associates International Casting Services comes in to train people to be well spoken uh and be a, a good example I, I love that we've got out. about we've got about 3 minutes left in this segment and uh, i'm so glad that you spent some time talking about this i knew that you were well traveled and i uh, sometimes i've caught some of your teaching and it has is tie, tied to Hebrew things, and sometimes it's tied to yes. other biblical things. I am I'm uh, very very impressed by those things. I got to tell you, Samuel Warren, and uh, give us kind of a little bit of more of an overview about the actual on camera training. We've got about two minutes left in this segment, and then we're going to spend the next entire segment finding out more about that, Samuel Warren.
6: Okay, so the first thing that uh, I do is teach people from the basics. I have taken several kids. Of uh, several adults who knew nothing who've come into my office, teach them the basic structure over a period of time, and some of like one of my actresses got a leading role in a movie, so she started her first picture. My I've God. had other actors who've come to me who are really not actors, but they wanted to go for a speaking role for one of the production companies that's shooting a TV series, so they come in, I work with them for a couple of hours and then they'd go book the job, just really? being with me for a couple of hours. This this is the uncanny thing about what God is doing in my life, and sometimes it's taking me a long time to get it. You know, when God starts, <laughs> and sometimes God puts things in front, you don't get it until years later, so, oh, that's what God was trying oh to do. <laughs> I and, guess. and a lot of times I take beginner's, who are teachable, and they go ahead and they book jobs. One of my young teenagers was able to work for P. Diddy's uh, a producer. He was doing a um, public service announcement for the schools and activism. And she was able to beat out L.A. local people oh my. because she knew what to do. Um, I put the kids, the teenagers, and adults in different classes. We put them on camera. Do the commercials, we do the scenes, we do the improv. I cover every facet, even including self taping now, because you know, Chance, that's the hottest thing. So I teach the actors how to slate, how to create the moment how to live in the moment so they're saying the lines out of the action and not trying to do the lines and the action together. Oh my! You know, know what I mean? It,
2: yeah, I do know what you mean. And there were a couple of phrases that you used, and we're going to elaborate on this and other things in the next segment when you talk more about the on-camera talent. One of the things you said mm-hmm. was they have to be teachable, and also, there's a value of doing this in a community with other people because, you know, your peers can add insights as well. So in in the next segment, when you talk about uh, Samuel Warren and Associates International Casting Services and training people for yeah. on-camera talent, I want you to talk a little bit about the value of somebody being teachable rather than coming in and saying, I got this. Uh, what can you do to help me? Rather than that saying – I need to know these things. Can you give me your insights? That's part of it. And the other part is other people surrounding them can add to their community as far as insights and things like that and inspire their greatness. We're going to talk more about these right. things, if you if you don't mind, in the next segment, Samuel Warren.
6: That would be great. I'd love to. Okay, my (laughs)
2: listening friend, I hope you're inspired by this, because God may have you in a place where He wants you to be uh, offering public information visibly, and people like uh, Samuel Warren and Associates International Casting Services may be able to have an environment for you to learn on-camera talent. We'll talk more about that when Samuel Warren and I come right back.
3: More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise.
2: Well, my listening friend, I'm so glad to be back. And uh, it's an exciting topic dealing with people that are beginning or have had small businesses. And I'll tell you what, there's so much that we can do as believers to come alongside of others that have small businesses. And if God is stirring you to say, Isn't it time for you to discover a small business for yourself? Know that there's a community out there of fellows that will come alongside you and help you succeed as you may be doing with others. So that's the inspiration behind this show, and I'm so thrilled uh, on this second segment with Samuel Warren. I'll tell you what, he is an inspiration. Samuel, uh, I've known you for some time and hired you for other purposes as well for uh, helping us discover talent and things like that. Samuel, I got to tell you and this, I'm bragging on you a little bit. You are very infectious in a positive way. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, thank
6: God. Thank you. <laughs> I, I am honored and, and, and humbled because, you know, life is about touching people's lives and inspiring others. If we don't do that, what the heck are we living for? Exactly. We're not living for ourselves. Yep. And people have to understand, believers, we are we are the salt of the earth, and we are to affect people in a very positive way. And sometimes it may not be being always nice to a person, but correcting them and, yes, and showing honest, them the light. and yes. being honest. Yes, transparent.
2: exactly. Well, you know, one of the and things. In my business, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
6: okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> in go. my business, it's not always transparent. <laughs> So one of the things that I teach the actors, I teach the parents because the parents need to be educated so they're not taken advantage of. I teach the teenagers to work with their parents, and I teach the adults because I want people to be able to take the art of communication. Working in front of the camera is a communicational skill. Oh boy, it it has- requires you to let go and to put yourself in front of that lens, and to think about the person that you're really talking to so you can connect with them. That's exactly right. So we teach actors how to find their own style of delivery. Mm -hmm. In fact, I taught lawyers how to work on the stand and how to speak to the courtroom i 'll teach ministers how to work in front of the cameras so they can articulate the message that they 're trying to get across yes. so they don 't look so stiff or so
2: <laughs> exactly
6: you know what I mean yeah it's absolutely
2: kind of, you know uh, one one of the things that we mentioned in the last segment I wanted to bring up to use that help you use that as a springboard into telling us about uh, your your uh, casting services and on camera talent. You used a couple of words, one of them you used was teachable. If somebody comes in thinking they know it all and they just want to brush up using you as kind of their servant to do that, they're in the wrong place. They need to have a teachable heart because if you have a teachable heart, you're kind of like an open slate and God can write on a person (laughs) with an open slate. That's true in the spiritual and it's true in the natural. The the, uh, The other portion that you mentioned, and I've seen your environments before, I've been in them, and sometimes you have a situation where there's other people watching and they're giving their insights as well, as long as they're positive and well-structured, those things can be uh, impactful for the, the person who, as well. So teachable and uh, having a willingness to hear what others have to say about the who, why, what, where, when, and how of, uh, of on-camera talent. I'm going to let you use that as a springboard. We have quite a bit of time left in this segment. So Samuel Warren, Samuel Warren and Associates International Casting Services, have your way. All right. So the
6: reason uh, I, we talk about teachable, instructable, when you're instructing them, you want the talent to be able to take your advice or the advice given by the client. So that means they've got to be able to take direction. So if they're not teachable, that means they can't take direction. And you as a producer know that if they can't take direction in that small uh, auditioning area, they're not going to be able to take it when you get them on the set with the client and you start spending thousands of dollars. Yes, yes, yes. So the so the first thing I teach actors is to listen and try to replicate in the behavior what is intended by the dialogue or the relationship in the scene and that takes a little practice so in the workshop what i do is i videotape or film everything the actor is doing and then i play it back immediately so they can see what's working Or what isn't? And a lot of times, we as human beings, we think we're doing one thing, but when the video is played back, we say, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize I was doing that. Exactly. Because the video will not lie. It will only only copy what is being shown to the camera. It won't add anything next. We're not using special effects here. The second thing that the actor needs to understand is there's a protocol in the way that the audition or the performance is going to go. And if they don't understand something, we teach them how to ask questions, how to connect with what the director or the producer is saying. So when they hear the word action or let's do it again, there is some real improvement scene in the audition. Now, one of the problems that we have is there are a lot of different approaches to any given scene or requirement. So the first thing I do is talk to actors about behaving. Um, Stanford Meisner said that acting is acting under imaginary circumstances. And when you act under these imaginary circumstances, you live in that moment, and out of that behavior, the line might come like, you know, I wish you loved me more. Or the line might come, well, I wish you loved me more. Both of those statements have a different subtext, a different something behind them and we teach the actors to look for what the intent is so when they go into an audition they can target the right moment and give a credible performance now once they start learning how to work and work like I said work in front of the camera and they can take directions the next thing that we do is I teach them how to get an agent how to connect with an agent that is there for commercials, there for television, and there for feature film or social media or print work or voiceover work. So I cover all of those areas usually step by step because if the foundation is a little shaky, when you start to build the next tier, it wobbles.
2: You know, we've got about three minutes. We've got about three minutes left. I don't want to forget about having you give information on how people can find out more about these on-camera talent classes, the availability, and and how to move forward in that. So right now I'm going to pull back and I'm going to say, tell us how people can find out more about this, and then we'll dig more deeply. We have about two and a half minutes left in this last segment of yours, Samuel.
6: All right. So people can get a hold of me by two ways. They can call me on my cell 24 hours a day, 619 823 2378, 619 823 2378. Or they can go to my website, Samuel, S A M U E L, like the Samuel in the Bible, Samuel Warren, and that's W A R R E N, and Associates International or they can just do SamuelWarren.com. Samuelwarren.com. And good. they can Google my name and uh, I will I can teach them privately or within a group setting or I can e- we can even zoom if they're into that. I, I really like to encourage them chats to be in person because acting, it's hard to to take them on Zoom and then give them the zoom tape and have them look at it later. I understand. So when they come in for the for the class they we i can put them on tape and then play that back immediately oh, so each week they are improving now when they get to a certain level then i will include them in auditions that they that i feel that they can try to uh, you know they can accomplish yes. something in i don't want to put something in their way that it's impossible exactly so if i feel that they you know what i mean they can do a commercial or do a little scene We will do that under a safe environment. Very good. Because even if they fail, I'm not going to say you horrible after you. I'm not going to do that. Well, my listening... (laughs) We'll use it as a learning tool.
2: Yes. My listening friend, because we only have about a minute and a half left in this segment, I'm going to tease... Samuel a little bit here and say, Samuel, one of the things they also have to use is the understanding of time and time availability. So your time is dwindling here. Let me remind the people to find out more about you. The easiest way, it seems to me, is SamuelWarren.com or your phone number 619-823-2378 anytime. So with just a moment or two left, uh, let's call it uh, 45 seconds, Samuel Warren. Give us what they need to hear about this finally so that they can be inspired to communicate with you, Samuel Warren and Associates International Casting Services and on-camera talent. Lay it on us.
6: Whether they're shy or outgoing or in between, I know how to help them to overcome those issues. And we can do it through working on camera. I have had professors at the universities who studied with me when they were children and remembered the techniques that they learned and now use them in real life.
2: Very good. I can help you. <laughs> Samuel Warren. Love you, man. And, you know, my listening friend, in the, in the next segment, we have something tied tied to uh, video production as well. So it's a similar topic. It's a person yes. in San Diego County, North san diego county that uh, does video production services so samuel thank you so much for joining me it's an honor and, and my listening friend once again samuel com or 619-823-2378 up next we're going to talk about video production services and something that may be helpful to you when i come right back this
3: is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live
2: local show on KPraise with Cass Taylor. Well, thank you, my friends. Glad that you're here with me on a really commanding topic. It's basically small businesses in San Diego and the area uh, what are they doing? What are some of their insights? What are their, some some of their unique business strategies? You know, small businesses really, especially Christian small businesses, really need all the help we can get because God wants to use us for a variety of different things. So I'll tell you what, uh, I've been really looking forward to this show and meeting or re-meeting some people uh, that are in different small business venues. And uh, I take great pleasure in introducing to you our next guest and his name is Jefferson Drexler. He's a video production services guy throughout San Diego County and is kind of located in North County, San Diego. And I've known this man for a long time and I know he is a solid believer and I know he is a solid video producer. And I also, as I say with a smile, he is a video producer as am I. So it should be fun talking with this man and to hear some of his insights about video production and what he can offer. Jefferson Drexler. How you doing, Jefferson?
7: Kaz Taylor, I'm doing well today.
0: How are you doing? <laughs> I'm
2: doing fine. I'm doing fine. I've been looking forward to this, uh, these two segments with you. You know, my listening friend, we've asked our, our small businesses to first give a little bit of an insight about how the Lord played and plays a role in their small business, although it may not be ministry-related, and it may be something else entirely, but uh, if they're believers, then you have to entrust that God is going to play a role, or else you're kind of missing the mark. And I know that God is playing a role with you, Jefferson Drexler, and your video production services, so why don't you give a little overview of that, and then we will dive into the specifics of what you do and why. Why?
7: Yeah. So, um, you know, like you said, I'm a video producer. Um, it's pretty much all I know how to do. Um, basically I went from waiting, waiting tables into making moving pictures, talk and talking pictures move. Um, and, uh, you know, I I've been doing it for so long now that I I'm realizing that God had my, had had his hand on my career when, not only did I was I not aware of it, but I probably was even fighting it tooth and nail. Oh my! And over the last decade, in particular, it's been very evident that God's saying, "Look, Jefferson, I've gifted you. Now let me use you in how I've gifted you." And it's been really amazing to see how God's just kind of led step by step. Okay, I want you to move forward. Now I want you to move left. Now you're going to move backward a little bit <laughs> so that you can move over and help. And the whole deal, Cass, and and I'm sure you found this too, and and it's funny listening to Samuel as well, we do what we do so that we can help others accomplish their goals and glorify God in the entire process.
2: That's very good. And I know you're a man, I've known you enough to know how glorifying of God you are, your life and your lifestyle, your family, and everything you touch. Uh, God's in the mix. It's clear by who you are.
7: I hope my kids are listening to that.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, you know. So I, like I said, I've been doing video production for a long time. I started out in broadcast journalism, um, and uh, so that forced me to learn a very broad skill set as far as learning scripting and storyboarding, and then shooting and writing and and, uh, and editing and po- all the post production graphics and everything, and then delivery. And early on, I learned basically how to wear all the different hats, um, even in front of the camera, which helped me then as a director, so I, I can understand what the talent is going through as far as their different anxieties or uncomfortableness and uh, being in front of the camera. And then I spent a number of years working at a university, teaching and and doing live sports and doing building up two broadcast control rooms and doing satellite broadcasts, and large events, and different things that I wasn't aware that these were things they're going to play in later. They were just jobs that were landed in front of me. And then I spent uh, nearly a decade as a video production pastor for a mega megachurch uh, down in this area, where it was like, all right, Jefferson, here. We're going to take everything you learned there and now apply it to ministry. And But the cool thing with that is I had to shift my whole philosophy of playing with toys, where <laughs> before, especially at a private university, it's give me the best of the best. I want all of these students to be able to go from our little – you know, swimming pool that we're playing in, and go to ABC, ESPN, NBC, whatever, and be familiar with these different toys. Well, now I'm working for a church for a number of years, and I'm realizing every dollar that I spend on video cameras and switchers and editing machines, that's money that's not being spent on clothing and feeding immediately. You know, the stuff that's actually sure. in the Bible, I don't think he ever said anything about 4K cameras anywhere in any of the Gospels. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> So it, it challenged me to still create broadcast quality work that entertains and informs and is rich and memorable on a very, I would just say, God-honoring budget.
2: Well, yeah, God-honoring um, budget, but also your whole lifestyle has to be God-honoring as well to actually get that point across. Would you agree?
7: Well, and not only that, I wasn't just the video guy. I was a video production pastor. So I mean, I used to joke saying that I would be able to, you know, uh, baptize, marry, bury and do everything that you need uh, and preach a sermon and then give you a DVD of the whole life of that. <laughs> that you might want. Well, the days of the DVDs are pretty much gone, but, you know, I, I was still able to do all that. But um, but, yeah, it did demand um, a a different threshold of, of mindset and and behavior and priorities and all the while you know I mean I've got four sons and uh, my wife and I've been married for 21 years so those priorities have got to fall in alignment with what God wants as well. Oh my. So when you're doing all that now I've had my own business for 10 years and uh it's really been exciting to see God leading uh, you know, me and my business, me in helping, as I said, helping others create their videos and bring their businesses and their efforts to new level, the podcast, whatever it may be. Cause I, like I said, I wear a lot of hats. I can help out in a billion different areas. But then also setting the example and leading uh, my family in that same process, saying, look, this is how God's gifted me. Now, how has God gifted you? And how can you use those gifts for others? Very
2: very good. Can I launch off of that for a moment? We have about two or three minutes left in this segment. But I'm going to ask you, if you were, from a pastoral point point of view, and and other people are out there looking to find what their calling is, um, they need to entrust the Lord to give them some direction rather than being you know, bull, bullheaded and bullhearted, and saying this is the way it's going to go. God, I hope you bless it. Is there something you want to say to those people? And then I'm going to have you dive into more about uh, uh, Jeff uh, Drexler or Jeff Drex dot com.
1: Yeah, so
7: I love it. You, you give me the biggest question in the world and leave me thirty seconds to answer.
2: Well, tw- um, Twenty-seven now.
7: <laughs> yes, I I've into that trap. I see just godly person after godly person fall in that same trap of that fine line between God, you lead, and God, I see a direction, I'm going to do it, and will you please bless me? Yeah, exactly. And I, I, believe, <laughs> I believe that the key is to just constantly, with every, it's the whole pray without ceasing moment of, God, where do you want me to go? I'm going to move forward, and God, if you don't want me here slam this door shut, make it ever so clear that this is not where you want me to go, and then be aware that that might happen. If it doesn't happen, keep moving forward and keep using your gifts for God's glory, but do be aware that a closed door is a closed door, and yet if we are bullheaded enough, God is loving enough that he's going to give us what we want, even if it's walking in rebellion
2: to him. Oh my, my listening friend, I hope you're paying close attention. I knew uh, Jefferson Drexler, and I know his heart for ministry and caring for other people. So when I asked the question, it was loaded because I knew kind of the direction he was going to go with that. But in the next segment, uh, Jefferson Drexler, we're going to talk about your video production services more specifically and what that can mean to a client in need and indeed. So, Jefferson, I hope you're geared up for that because we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the who, why, what, where, when, and how of video production services as it relates to Jefferson Drexler. Are you game? Amen. Well, there you go, my friends. So Jefferson and I, in the next segment, we will be right back. This
3: is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show
2: on KPraise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, my friends, to the last segment of this two-hour show. And it's an enticing segment, to say the least. It's dealing with video production and a man named Jefferson Drexler, jeffdrexvideo.com. Jefferson, would you bear with me for just a moment while I take care of just a little bit of business? Because my listening friend, we're going to find out about video production and how this can help you or yours. So would you bear with me for a moment here, Jefferson? Absolutely. Okay. Well, my listening friend, I have a website now that you can communicate with me. And by just simply going to this website, you can ask me questions. You can say, I like those segments. I have another idea. Uh, and beware that if you have an idea, I may just uh, have you help me build that idea into a broadcast. So here's the the way that you can communicate with me now more than ever before. Listen to this. Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com. Once again, Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com, and you can communicate with me and give me your insights. Love to hear them. By the way, the purpose of this show is to help small businesses Succeed. And uh, we have a number of them, as you've heard throughout the show, but there have been a bun- bunch of others, and then I got sick and had to go into the hospital, so I couldn't follow through on that. But my listening friend, if you are one of those, you know who you are, and we're going to be bringing these future Christian businessmen <clears throat> and women on the air probably in June, like June 25th or July 16th or something like that, to bring them back again. And now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Jefferson Drexler, tell us a little bit more about jeffdrexvideo.com, my friend.
7: Sure. So one of the things that really has come to light, especially in the last couple of years with the pandemic, is while... For the longest time my bread and butter was doing, you know, corporate video or as I mentioned in the previous segment, I was working for a church for a number of years, so I was doing a lot of ministry related videos, a lot of consulting at different churches, which is all fun and good. But what I've really learned is there's a need um, for the I hate to use the phrase, but the average Joe. Those of us mm. out there who are not best selling authors, who are not, you know, pastors of mega churches or you know, multi million dollar conglomerate presidents, but rather people that have their own business, have their own ideas, have their own um, revelations that they wake up in the morning and they go, Hey, this is something kind of cool that I'm glad I taught myself. I wonder if I could teach this to other people. And with the, today's technology, they have the ability to make something really cool and fun and spread that word via YouTube, podcasts, uh, Zoom calls, uh, master Ooh, classes. Good.
2: And it doesn't have to be particularly expensive, does it?
7: No, it doesn't. This is what's great is we learned this during um, during the pandemic. Uh, I have one client in particular. She used to do or still does, I should say, uh, uh, keynote speech, speeches for large organizations where she's like, you know, the highlight speaker for IBM or Bank of America or whatnot. Well, then the pandemic hit, and everybody's going to virtual calls. Yes. And her, her competition was just going from their laptop at their desk. And, you know, that awkward angle of shooting up their nose with really <laughs> bad lighting and bad sound. Oh, do I. <laughs> well, well <laughs> we then figured out a way to do, use multiple cameras, put her in front of a very nice and elaborate yet simple set, and basically create a broadcast out of her uh, presentation And what was really cool, and this is like at the height of the pandemic when everybody's really, really afraid about being close to anybody. And typically you would need a crew, you you know full and well, Kaz, you need a crew of at least six to a dozen people to pull off something like that. We did it with myself and her husband, and that's it. We figured out how to cut costs and cut cut, um, staff and everything so we can make things very streamlined. And then what that did is I was like, okay, wait. If we can do this on this large scale for the likes of IBM and, um, you know, LinkedIn and what else can we do for, you know, a business owner down the road who wants to promote their business and and show their differences? They don't have to have like a broadcast commercial that's going to cost tens and tens of thousands of dollars. They could pay me just not ten thousand dollars. <laughs> we can we can scale things down pretty much to any budget, and we can make things happen. So that, because honestly, people don't the the customers, the clients, the people that want to hear you they they're on social media, yes. they're on uh, streaming channels, they're on their cell phones right now, they're on the radio, they're on wherever, and we have the ability to get your voice, your message out to them at minimal fees with maximum results because i keep going back to this and it's just because it's what it is because god has gifted me with something and said all right jefferson now you use it um you know my, my dad before he retired he sold medical supplies and it was a huge revelation when he told me about his transformation of being just a guy that sold medical supplies to a guy who met people's needs in the offices and the hospitals that he went to to help Bring life to other people, and he was just a cog in that machine to help show God's life and light within him, to then help save lives at hospitals, all by selling tongue depressors and oh you
2: know, yes, an examination exactly. tables. Well, I think part, part, to me. Yeah, but part part of the issue is a lot of people just don't think either they can afford doing video production, or they they think it is uh, the whole concept is too too foreign from for them and but the truth of the matter is with a even a modest budget if you have a need and you find somebody with experience to help you fill that need that experience uh can can uh, mean much more than a large crew or uh you know uh, right. expensive ideas it's a person who knows how to bring it to pass reasonably priced you want to speak to that a little bit and that's the
7: key is yes there are some people they say look i know what i i know what i want to achieve and I know it costs a huge chunk of change. So what can we do for $30,000, Jefferson? And I go, oh, we can have a lot of fun. Here's how we can <laughs> strategize, yes. blah, 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 blah. And then there are those others just going, I have an idea. I don't care if it's a Kickstarter product, if it's just a podcast, whatever it may be. They have, I have an idea, but I got like close to zero money. And I go, okay, let's not talk about what you don't have. Let's talk about what you do. Let's talk about that idea. And do you own a laptop? And does your, your kid have uh, – or, or do you play rock band? Because if you play rock band, you've got a microphone. And there's, <laughs> there's little things that we can do, like you said, with very minimal budgets that can up your game and get people started in whether it's a YouTube channel, a podcast, a commercial for their business, a, uh, a website with video. And this is what's super weird and cool with where we're, where we're at today. Everybody uses Google to search. Google owns YouTube. Therefore, if you have a video, especially a well-received video that's been produced by somebody like myself, then Google smiles at you because you're also on YouTube, and then they raise your Google ranks, and therefore, whenever somebody searches on their cell phone, hey, I need a auto mechanic. I need a craft uh, idea for my Etsy product project. I need blah, blah, blah. If you've got that YouTube video on your website, all listed in Google correctly, boom, you're
2: my, on the front page. My, my I think this and is the time, Jefferson. Comes to. I think this is the time where we need to give people a way to get a hold of you. And so I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. My listening friend, pay close attention. Uh, you may not even know whether you have a need for a video or not, but you know you could look a little bit better in one way or another. So I want to give Jefferson an opportunity to give you a website or a way to communicate with him so you could find out more about uh, Jefferson Drexler, Jeff. Drex video.
7: Thank you, Kaz. Yeah, the uh, most efficient way to get a hold of me is on my website. It's jeffdrex.com. J-E-F-S-D-R-E-X.com. jeffdrex.com. You can get me at my cell. It's area code 760-783-5549. But that phone number is also at jeffdrex.com. So it all kind of wheels back to jeffdrex.com. And kind of what we were saying earlier, Kaz. Yes, it's individuals that are—I I know that their wheels are spinning right now going, I need a video. I know my business needs a video, or I know my nephew's business needs a video. Oh but also, I love counseling or meeting with people at churches. In this day and age, churches need to get online, and not just get it online, but communicate well. We are in an age where communication is more pivotal than ever before, and good communication has to be achieved. And that's where I can come in and help out. I love it. So, yeah, if you go to jeffdrex.com, call me up at 760-783-5549. We can work together and make that all happen.
2: Okay. Uh, Jefferson Drexler, I'm going to give you a challenge because you're a producer, and sometimes you have to live within time parameters. We have 60 seconds for you to make your closing statement, and then I'm going to close the show. How's that?
7: Sounds great. Lay it on us, man. So, as Kaz always says, listening friends, um, here's the deal. (laughs) We're, We're in an era of history right now where the more messages that we can get out regarding God alive and well in our lives and get them out in a way that's going to outlive, outlast all of us and then flood the internet with these messages, whether it's through audio, through video, through audio and video, through any means necessary we need to communicate how God is alive and well in our lives. Well, that's where he's gifted me to help you get that message out there. You don't need to struggle and fight yourself in doing you know, the, your great novel or whatever. Let's just hit record. Get you in my studio if we can, or I can come to you, and we'll make it happen, and we'll make it happen together, all for God's glory.
2: Very good. Jefferson Drexler, once more, the website, quickly. JeffDrex.com,
7: J-E-F-F-D-R-E-X.com.
2: Very good. My listening friend, I hope this has been an enticing show, because small businesses, especially Christian small businesses, need all the help they can get, but they need all the uh, horizontal support from other Christians as well, and I hope this broadcast Prove that you know we're going to be talking more about this topic uh, in a future show or two because there are a lot of other people that need to have their products and services known. My listening friend, next week we're going to deal with uh, a person from the uh, uh, the district fifty second district here in California running for Congress. He's the only Christian man running. And we're going to spend a lot of time. We've got a lot of different people on the show talking about that. If this person can get elected, he's going to take away this democratic seat. And you can be amazed what God's going to do in Congress with a bunch of Christians uh, having God's say on things. So my listening friend, until next week, God bless you and God loves you. And Jefferson Drexler, thank you so much. And my listening friend, thank you so much. Go out and